Welcome to the Green Feet Podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and we got an awesome show this week. All right, so this week, after our interview last week, we need to catch up on some releases. We're going to talk ping with a new wedge, Ben Hogan putters, UST introducing a new shaft, new wedges from Cobra, and a new golf ball that may be changing things up a whole lot. Let's get to it. Well, we got a action-packed podcast this week where we are going to talk about five new releases that have come out over the last two weeks. Last week, we did a pretty cool interview. Uh, go back and listen to that. It's about a really cool putting training aid that I think a lot of you are going to be interested in. It's going to be a good way for you to uh, get better on the green. So go back and listen to my interview with Angel of Golf Notch, and uh, then come back here if you didn't hear it last week. But this week, like I said, we got some catching up to do. We got some pretty cool releases that came out. So before we get started, let's talk bourbon of the week. This week, I've kind of been told I can't buy any more bourbons for the time being because I think I have nine or ten bottles going right now. So kind of needed to uh, drink some to, to take it down a little bit. But this week, we are looking at Hochitown Distilling. I know I've talked about them in the past. They're a small distillery in Oklahoma. My wife got me a bottle of their stuff when she went camping one time. So it sits on sits on the shelf. Uh, it's kind of in the back right now, so I forget about it a little bit. But very, very, very tasty bourbon. So um, I highly recommend it. Let's move on and let's talk about some releases. These won't be in the right order per se in terms of when they came out. But we're going to uh, talk about some stuff that's kind of come across. First thing I want to talk about was a couple of episodes ago I talked about if I could join any uh, staff, which one would it be? I kind of went through some of the reasons. And one of the reasons that I gave for Cobra, for me not joining Cobra, why I think they were a little bit behind some other companies, is because of their wedges. right? I said they never really looked great to me. They never really appealed to me. Uh, I just felt they were kind of behind the other companies. Well, looks like they heard that loud and clear because literally last week after I – laid down the podcast and and announced the podcast and released it and everything. Uh, Cobra came out with some brand new wedges. They are calling these the King Cobra Snakebite SB wedges. Now, Snakebite, what are we talking about here? That's what they're calling their new grooves, okay? Because what do you want out of your grooves? You want them to bite. You want the ball to bite on the green. Cobra, Snake, Snakebite. I get it. I like it. I like it a lot. I like the kind of clever clever play there. Um, if you go and read the article that I posted on the blog about it, you'll see a funny little video that I think of when I think of uh, calling something a snake, something like that. But, you know, I, I won't knock them for it. Now, let's actually talk about what the snake bite grooves are. So what's pretty cool is um, in their traditional, their, their, their lower lofts, we're talking anywhere from 48 to 54 degrees. You're going to get some traditional grooves. So what that means is they're going to stop out on the toe. You're going to have a toe area that doesn't have grooves all over it. Um, those shots that you're going to really hit 
from uh, from the middle with a much more of a full swing than he will something like a 56 through the 60. It's going to have traditional grooves, so they're not going to go all the way out to the toe. But on those higher lofts, like the 56 through the 60, so that's 56, 58, 60, somewhere in there, you're actually going to get full face grooves. So you'll recognize the full face grooves from things like the PM grind. Um, I think the high toes do it. I'm not 100% sure on that. The full face from uh, Cleveland does it. So... You're going to get those grooves that go all the way out on the toe with chips and things of that nature and small pitches. You can actually hit it out on the toe a little bit more than you would on other shots. So it is nice to have those grooves out on the toe to help you navigate the, the debris and things out of the way. So that's a pretty cool feature. The next cool feature is we're getting new grooves all around, right? We're not getting the length of the grooves or anything like that. We're getting new grooves. So we're getting grooves that are 11% deeper and 40% sharper. So I know you're probably wondering, what does that actually mean? And what that means is you're just going to get more bite on the ball. You're going to get more spin, okay? Um, plain and simple, you're going to get that spin. It's going to help that ball check on the green and get that really nice control that you like greenside. I'm somebody who plays a urethane golf ball that's got a soft cover that I use with my grooves to fly it at the hole and then have it check and roll out just a little bit. I'm not a bumping runner. Never have been. So anything that helps me get some extra green tight spin is always good. Do you want to hit that high flop shot that one hops and then just hits the brakes? Or do you want that, that uh, pitch shot that just kind of sucks back a little bit? Deeper, sharper grooves are, are going to be the thing that gets you that. The final thing that they've done with the grooves is they are optimizing them for loft. Right, the lower lofts are going to have narrower and tighter grooves, whereas those higher lofts are going to have the wider, deeper grooves to give you that maximum green side control that I was talking about. Now, the reason why you want the lower lofts to have those narrower and tighter grooves is that will help make sure that that ball doesn't balloon on full shots and actually give you too much spin. Right, If we give you too much spin, then you're going to start losing distance, and we don't want that either. Cobra's going to be releasing three grinds with these. You're getting a versatile grind, which is... Uh, their way of saying it's an all-around grind, okay? Um, it's going to be good, medium to firm course conditions. It's going to have some toe, heel, and trailing edge relief. Next up, you're going to get a classic grind, which features a progressive sole width from heel to toe. So it's going to be a little bit wider out on the heel, and then it'll get narrower out at the toe. And some trailing edge relief, which is going to help those uh, neutral to steeper swings with any type of course conditions. And then the wide low grind is a wide low bounce. So you're going to get a very low bounce with this that works its magic out of soft bunkers, soft turf conditions, and it's going to help prevent the leading edge from, from uh, digging in, digging in too much. So it's pretty good. Uh, the grind options, you know, I could see more something like what Vokey does or something that um, Callaway does. Those, those guys go really deep into their grooves or into their grinds, and that's something that is really change the way golf and wedges are being fit for people. So I'd like to see more, but I also understand why they didn't, right? It's it's not a ton of options, but if you give customers too many options, sometimes it can be a little confusing. So I get why they did it. Overall, I actually like the way they look. Um, I don't know if it would make me go to Cobra staff, but I do like the way they look. I'd like to see them in my hand. The thing with Cobra irons has always been that they feel or they look really big, right? The, the trusty rusty always looked really big to me, not 
thick at the top line or anything like that. They just felt like a big wedge to me. So um, it's definitely worth something checking out if you're a Cobra guy. I would really check it out. I like Cobra. So I'll be giving these uh, a couple of swings. I'm going to stop by the golf store, see if anyone's got them, and uh, try to give it a go, see if I like them. Maybe they look good to me. Who knows? I don't know if they're going to kick out the RTX uh, zip cords that I got, but overall, I think they're going to be worth a look. All right, so that gets us through the snake bite wedge. Now, I don't have many um, things on this next wedge, but this week at the uh, match play, the Dell match play that we see go down in, in Austin this week, we're getting new wedges from a lot of ping staffers. Now, what are we getting here? We're getting a new Ping Glide Forged Pro. Okay, so we've had Glide Forged, but this is going to be the Pro model. And really, all we've seen are some really grainy photos from Bubba Watson's bag. But the Ping website shows that he is using a prototype wedge, so that does give us, excuse me, that does give us some idea that there are actual prototype wedges in there, and a new wedge is coming out. Some rumors I'm seeing are going to be uh, maybe somewhere around the British Open, something like that, when Ping also may release a new iron. Um, don't have any confirmation or anything like that on it. It's pure speculation on, on my end, but um, I've speculated on Ping before and I was right. But these new wedges are definitely coming down the pipe, I think. Anytime they get this deep into a player's bag, on tour, at least, it's 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 almost a certainty that they are going to come to market. Now, what are they going to look like? Um, just based on these pictures, I'm seeing a lot of mass out on the toe, which could harken back to the I2, which is what which is what Taylor made with the high toe and the PM grind from Callaway. Really, were based off of was the original I2 grind and design, right? Ping I2s are classics. They have that high toe. And Phil was a big fan of them. And, in fact, he, he put it back into play. And, and it made some people upset after the groove changes. And Callaway obviously doesn't like him when Phil don't, doesn't play Callaway Club. So they made him a, a wedge that looks like an I-2. So looking at these kind of grainy pictures, it does look like there's a lot of mass out on that high toe for the Glide Forged Pros. So maybe that's just one of the grinds. But... Um, that's definitely something to be on the lookout for with these uh, Ping Glide Pros. So know that these are probably coming down, so if you're looking to replace your Ping Wedges or something like that, know that this may be an option for you in the in the upcoming months. All right, while we're talking short game, let's go ahead and move to one of my favorite companies that is that low-key makes some of the best products I have seen in the market especially at their price and we're going to talk about ben hogan here for a little bit so ben hogan is if you don't know it's a they started back uh they started back up um terry kohler bought the ben hogan name from whoever had it i think at the time um perry ellis may have had it and perry ellis may still own it for clothes but he bought it so that they could use it on clubs now, they created some clubs. They had the PTX, which I loved and actually got a set. I actually had a set that was given to me by a, another golf website. I did some testing for them, all those. And, and so I got those, and I worked. And then they kind of went They kind of went under, right? They 
had some bankruptcy issues, um, but they reemerged and they came out with some really cool products. I actually had the honor of working with them when I was working for a Shaft OEM. They were one of my customers, and the guys over there, top-notch dudes. Love what they do over there. Um, some of their stuff is really, really good. Their irons, I, I, they're as good as anything you can find on the market. I, I would put them head-to-head -head against anybody else's irons. From the icons for a blade all the way to the PTX Pros, those look great. Um, you move into their Edge irons, which um, they post a teaser for. Some new irons coming out. I think it's going to be a replacement to the Edge because they recently released the PTX Pros. The icons are less than a year old. So I'm thinking we're going to go with an Edge here uh, replacement, which is their quote-unquote super game improvement iron. But they look great, man. So Ben Hogan puts out really good stuff. Their woods are really good. Uh, their wedges are pretty good. The equalizers that they have, those are really good clubs. So um, anytime they release something new, I get a little excited for it uh, because I, I like the guys over there, and I, and I think the stuff that they do is great. But last week they actually released a new putter, and this one is called the BHMO2. Now what makes their putters unique is the fact that their putters are actually forged. So they forge these putters. And then what they do is they mill it to their final specs, right? They mill it precision milled. So it, it uses carbon steel, which is great to see a company use carbon steel. Most companies now are using are using stainless. And carbon steel tends to be a little bit softer on a, on a molecular level. We can go into all of that, but I'm not going to right now. But the Ben Hogan stuff is great. And to see them release this line is awesome. So this head here is really shaped like an Odyssey number seven, which has slowly become one of the most popular head shapes in the world, right? It's never going to beat a, a an answer. It's never going to beat, you know, a traditional blade shape. But the number seven, when it comes to mallets, really is becoming one of the top, top, head shapes in the world this one's really cool i really like the way it, it looks um carbon steel no insert milled face i i played one of their putters in the past and i and i liked it a lot felt incredible so it's gonna be really cool to see these now the other thing they did this week was they released a new finish so they've always had black heads Okay, the heads on these putters have always been black. They use their DBM, their diamond black metal. It doesn't wear. It's not like a PVD finish that wears off or anything like that. It's a big, strong, durable black color that they use on their clubs. But they've released them in nickel. Okay, now what is nickel? Nickel is basically looks a lot like a chrome. It's not chrome, anything like that. But... It does give that kind of chrome, silvery, kind of goldish finish to it. And so if you don't like the black and you want a little bit shinier, maybe you like a chrome putter, something like that, these are going to be a great option for you. Now, they do look like they may pr produce a little bit of glare. So that could be a little concerning if that's uh, something that worries you or you play somewhere where it's sunny all the time. Um, but in that case, get the black finish, right? They didn't change the putter. They just... Gave it a different finish. So between the new model that they got coming out that looks like the number seven head that's milled out of carbon steel, 
which I love, and the new and the new nickel finishes. You got a big time player in the putter market here. The other thing that they did with this um, BHMO2 is they lowered the price. They're down to $195, sub $200. You're getting a milled carbon steel putter. Perfect. Love it, love it, love it. If you are looking for a putter, definitely take these Ben Hogan's out for a spin. All right. Now we've talked short game this whole time. Let's move on to some kind of specialty stuff here. Next up, we are going to talk about UST Mamiya, and we are going to talk about the Pro 465 M40X shaft that they came out with this past week. Now, it is no secret, I worked for an OEM, I worked for a shaft company, so I like the way shafts look, I pay attention to shafts, and what I will tell you is the Pro 465 was widely regarded as one of the first and best graphite shafts to ever hit the market. Um, a lot of people called it the Laker shaft. And in fact, I have two of the updated versions of it sitting in a golf bag unused because I liked it that much. Okay, so it's a really good shaft. The profile has been popular for years. It's been played on tour. It's been played anywhere you can think of. The Pro 465 shaft, also known as the Laker shaft, is and was one of the best designs that we've ever seen from graphite shafts. And what UST has done here is they have taken it and they've added high, high, high-end carbon fiber to it. High-end materials, high tensile modulus material, M40X, which is what you see in all the high-end shafts. You're getting top-notch material here and a driver shaft, fairway shaft, whatever you want to do to it. And what that's going to do is you're going to get Improved lateral stability, so it's going to feel a little bit more stable while delivering increased energy to the ball. One of the biggest things with shafts is not the bend profile or anything like that. It's getting the energy transfer from your hands, from your body, into the club head. That's really the point of the shaft. And so the fact that you can use a high-end one that is very efficient at transferring that energy is really good. Now, most of the time when you see an M40X driver shaft, a, a shaft that uses M40X material in it, the, the problem you run into is you're looking $300, right? $300, bucks, you are looking very high-end. You're looking high-end premium dollars, things like that. And what's nice about this one is it actually comes in at $150. Okay, the $150 is pretty cheap for a golf shaft that uses M40X. You don't really see M40X's shafts going for much cheaper than that. M40X is going to give you that smooth feel, that improved stability. And then what it's going to do that's really, really cool as well is it is going to actually give you that same profile that you were used to if you ever played it. A lot of people, when they think about this, they think about their old 905R, uh, their 905S drivers that had the Pro 465 in it, and they would just hit bombs with it, right? You still, on golf forums, will hear guys talk about their nine their 905s with a Pro 4 shaft in it and how they, it outperforms anything that you still see out there. I took it to the sim, and it beat, my, it beat the epic speed, right? 
or anything like that. And this right here is going to give you that same performance with a much better feel, much better energy transfer, higher end materials. It's just going to feel buttery smooth. So definitely something to check out if you were a big fan of that Pro Force shaft in the past. You, you, you definitely, you definitely want to take a look at these. And the final release this week actually came down thin. Let's see, it was about 13 hours ago. I got an email from Shrixon telling all about their newest golf ball. Now, you guys who listen to this podcast know how big of a fan of Shrixon golf balls I am, especially their tour level stuff. But they have a golf ball that's really good for the budget-minded golfer like myself. It's your thing covered. Maybe a little bit softer than a tour ball, but overall a pretty good performer the few times I took it out to uh, to play it. And that's the Q-Star Tour. Now the Q-Star Tour, like I said, your thing golf ball feels like a nice golf ball, performs really well, maybe a little soft, a little spinning for some people, but they're doing something different with this one. This one is different than, than any other your thing covered golf ball that we've seen out on the market, okay? Um, and it's pretty obvious when you see it. What they've done is they have taken the urethane, and rather than paint it, right, that's right, they're not painting it, they have taken this cover, and way they have infused it, they're saying, with bright pigments rather than painting it on. And what that's given us is a half yellow, half red golf ball. It honestly looks like an old ping eye golf ball. It's really unique. Now, Shrixon's telling us that the Q-Star Tour golf ball still going to have that uh, 338 speed dimple pattern found on the classic Q-Star Tour. You're going to get the fast layer core. So the golf ball itself hasn't really changed. But this new paint color scheme is is really unique. Now, some people are going to love it, and some people are going to hate it. Shrixon's claiming that this is going to help with putter alignment, right? You line it up half red, half yellow, straight up and down, and it's going to help you look at it, and you'll see the ball rolling a little bit truer. Um, pretty cool. But overall, I, I, I hope it does well, because I really like seeing companies try new things and seeing companies get out of the comfort zone because that's how everybody gets better. But it's going to be pretty interesting to uh, to see how popular these are. They're going to perform, no doubt about it. But let's see if golfers gravitate to these. I mean, for the price, it's going to be hard to find something that's going to perform much better than this. At, at $33 for a urethane-covered golf ball, it's going to be hard to beat, but how many people are going to just pay $10 more so they can get their Pro V1X that isn't bright yellow and red? I'll tell you this, if Shrixon can come out with something where you can choose your color side, that would be awesome, right? Me personally, Houston Cougar fan, Sweet 16 bound, I, I would really like a red and white golf ball. Could you imagine if... You could get them with a college logo stamped on one side, white 
with the stamp of your college on one side and then the color of your school on the other side. How cool would it be if you're a Kentucky fan to have a half blue golf ball, half white golf ball with the Kentucky logo on the on the blue side and then Q-Star Tour on the other side? Or how cool would it be if you wanted to do a 4th of July golf ball, right? A red on one side, blue on the other, an American flag on the red side. Q-Star Tour on the blue side. There's so many ways they can go with this. And I really hope they explore it a little bit more and give us some really cool options. Now, if you are interested in these, you could definitely take a look. I posted them on social media. You will see them in stores April 15th, which maybe I can convince my wife to give me a dozen for my anniversary because it'll be right after that. Maybe we'll see what I can what I can pull pull off. All right, so this week. That's it. I want to thank you very much for listening. I hope you learned a lot of release news and you're and you're excited about these new shafts and you're excited about new wedges. Right? It's almost that season. Maybe you've gone and you've played your first round and you're like, man, this 58 is trash. This 60 degree just isn't performing like I wanted to. Maybe you've gone out and played your first round already and you're going, man, I could really use a new driver shaft. Even though I told you to check all that, couple of months ago, get it done now, right? UST selling that new shaft. Ben Hogan selling that new putter. I, I'm i doing new putter testing right now. I took out my clubs and I, I found a new, uh, some things I'm trying. So a putter, I could be changing putters. I'm down to three. Okay, I had one. I bought another one and I pulled another one out of the bag. So I'm down to three putters that I think I'm going to choose for this year. And we're still trying to figure it out. Don't stop tinkering, but also don't be afraid to uh, to lock that bag in either. But what I will tell you is check out these new products. If you have any questions, feel free. You can find me on all the social media platforms. I'm at the Green Fee on Facebook. If you go at the Green Fee on Instagram, you will see my pictures there. If you head to at the Green Fee one on Twitter. I would love to give you some advice over there. If you want to find me on YouTube, I'm on YouTube. I did Golf 101. I showed you how to find the correct lie angle of your clubs. All of that for free on the websites, all various social media platforms. All that I ask is that you, have, if you have listened, is that you give me a five-star review wherever you listen to this podcast and tell one friend about it. I'm not asking you to take a ton of time out of your day. Maybe you're driving to the course right now, getting ready for your for your round of golf, and you're like, you know what? Tyler can't putt for shit. All right, and I, I think he needs a new putter. I should show him the green fee, and maybe he can learn a little bit more about his golf clubs. All right, so thanks again for listening. Hope you hit him straight. Have a great week. Like you drink, I said, Twirl gang, twirl gang. Give me that driver, I let it bang. Twirl gang.